Jimmy, what's going on, man? What's up, Matt? Oh, man. Or should we call you Dorothy? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. It got real yesterday. Um, I put it up on on my Instagram story. My wife's like yelling at me from inside the house. Get in the house! Why are you outside? (laughs) You're fucking nuts! I mean, we... Now, where we were, we had ping pong size hail. And then... Basically a half a mile um from us it, it was a little bit bigger than a golf ball it, it was serious wow but uh wow. I, I saw the news it was crazy and as, it, I'm, it, I, as i'm sitting poolside yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm out here like dodging you know hail balls and you're up there <laughs> yeah that was, that was me <laughs> but yeah it it got intense for a little. I went out front because um, it was really dark out there. Uh-huh. And I'm looking around, and, and I look up, and I see one set of clouds going this way, one set of clouds going that way. Oh, boy. So I'm standing out there just watching it. My wife opens up the door. She's like, get in here. I'm like, I'm going to watch that for a little longer. Right. So I, I'm texting my neighbors, hey, man, uh, you have rotating clouds above your house. <laughs> Jesus. That's scary but, stuff. But it was it was interesting. I mean, luckily we didn't get nearly what you know some other places did. I mean, I mean, if you go west, Ohio got hammered. Um, Dayton got hammered. Uh, I think yesterday, Kansas City got hammered. Um, Western PA, you know, got pretty bad. But where I was, we got we didn't even get wind. We were supposed to get like seventy plus mile an hour winds. All we got were uh, hail and and a lot of rain. That was it. So. We, well, we, I heard there was some there was some damage, and I hope everybody's well. Everybody's yeah. okay over there. You know? Seriously, yeah. it was. I mean, I saw pictures online of the stuff from Dayton and Kansas City, and it's it was pretty bad. Yeah, it's, it was nasty. It was nasty. Really bad. All right, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about the landscape of the industry in terms of just everybody is popping up. With the yeah, it's, it's 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 crazy. I I, you know, everybody is either starting a supplement company or has a pre workout or is now even more as a CBD product out of nowhere. Right. And I'm all for it. I'm all for entrepreneurship. I'm all for new business. I'm all for everybody going out and getting theirs, right? Right. But it's getting out of control. And this is where I have a problem with it. You know, and I like to talk about what it really takes to start a supplement company. What it entails on a day-to-day basis from sourcing ingredients, label qualifications right compliancy um excuse me i don't know how that happened um the legalities of uh, i mean there's just so so much stuff that these new guys or these new companies wrap a label around it and they say hey pre-workout 39.99 come and get it right and I think I think they're hurting the industry. I really do. You know, it's it's interesting because there is so much talk these days about 
supplement companies. I mean, we've had great discussions with, you know, Josh and Mark from Nutribio and about, you know, the transparency, the, right. you know, the prop blends and stuff like that. And all of these people that are coming out with, with their own brand these days. And I mean, you have the, the legacy brands that have been around forever and you just see these, I guess you can call them almost like little mom and pop businesses popping up like, Hey, uh, today I have a new pre-workout tomorrow. I'm going to have a protein product. And I mean, when you look at the product itself, most of the time they're ripping off somebody else's formula, which kind of goes back to, you know, the discussion that we had days ago online on social media about prop blends and transparency. And, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, secure, you know, your IP intellectual property. Exactly. You don't want people to steal your, your profile. Uh, and knock and knock it off, and just undercut your sales because they want to reduce their margins. Um, but it's it's getting to the point now where I don't know if it's necessarily helping the industry because I can see it from from both sides of the equation. Like you said to start off, I'm all for people saying, "I'm going to get into this. I'm going to start a business." And they have that entrepreneurial drive and spirit in them. I love that. And I want to support people like that. But when you're in it as a get rich quick play, that's where people start going sideways. Because the supplement industry, everybody knows each other. For the most part, people are getting smarter you know, they, they're getting a better, you know, base of knowledge on the profiles and, and looking at things and saying, OK, you know, this has five grams of all of these ingredients. And then you have stuff like BCAAs, arginine and creatine in there. And you're going, well, I know I'm going to end up needing, say, five grams of creatine to begin with. So what's really in this? Right. So people are getting smarter from that aspect. So I think it's weeding out a lot of the people that are just trying to quick, you know, Make some, you know, right. thinking that they're going to make a ton of money. Um, but, you know, I, I think it is hurting the industry because a lot of these people are, how can I say this politically correct without offending everybody? But I guess you offend everybody they're, they're, anyway. They're, so just say it. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow me on social media. I offend everybody. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're bathtub brands, right? But here's I, the, but, but to 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 start a supplement company or to start a product, okay, it's a lot more complicated than everybody thinks because it has so many moving parts, and now you become a target. You become a target to the consumer to the bad consumer. Now you become a target to the manufacturer, and you become a target to legal right so every day creating when you have a product or a product line every day you're beating people off you every day so so and i actually think i think the manufacturers the problem starts with the manufacturers believe it or not because the manufacturers, let's just say I, I'm new at this. I hear everybody creating a pre-workout. I hear everybody a fat burner and all that. 
I find someone who's manufacturing products, right? You know, call the internet, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they, and I said, listen, I have X amount of dollars. I like to create a, a product. And the manufacturer goes, yeah, we already have a formula. We can put your label on it. And that's where the problem starts. And I'm not saying that the product's not good. I'm not even talking about the quality of the product, if it's good or not good. It might be an amazing formula. All I'm saying is that's where the problem starts. Their first initial feeling about it was that's all I need to do to create a supplement company. But little do they know that the wording on the label, the ingredients that you're putting in there, the words that you're going to use to market your product, the consumer that's going to take it that's not going to feel good or might fake getting sick, the attorney that's going to send you a go-away letter, okay, that's going to request X amount of dollars for, for them to go away. If not, they're going to sue you, okay, which is basically, you know, what do they call that? Um, extortion, right. you know, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. The, the issue here is there's it's a lot more complicated than everybody thinks. And what's happening is they get that private label or they create that one product. They make a little money. They find a little hurdle during this process. They run out of money. Either they get sued by somebody and they go out of business. Right. So so they come and they go because it's supplements have become the flavor of the month. Right. Now it's CBD. CBDs are flavor of the month, you know. So. And again, everybody's basing it on the manufacturing. I get calls every day. Hey, man, um, would you like to put a, a label you know, we already have these liquids and we already have these lotions and all that. Would you like to add uh, another skew to your brand? It's, you know, and I understand it and I don't do it. So could you imagine these people? And then what do they do? They go out of business. They lose their money. They go out of business. Or they go out of their way to create something that is not so kosher and they get in trouble. I mean, I've already seen cases and and people who, who follow me on social media probably already know this story. When I left Metrex, I had an offer to um, become a partner in a supplement company. It was an existing company. I didn't really like the profile of the products. They said, look, we'll give you full control of it. You can change the profiles. You can change the labeling. You can you know do all of these things. I said, okay. So I had my legal team look into the you know, just a deep dive into the company. So found out they don't have a valid business license. They don't have any insurance on the products at all. And for me, if I'm going into this, looking at it, I'm going, okay, you know, so there's no, no insurance. So if somebody sues, I'm on the hook for it. You know, what, what is that going to do for me financially? You know, my family, you know, my name, my reputation, and, you know, we know how it is in today's, you know, supplement world where everyone wants to sue somebody. Oh, I took this pre-workout. I didn't feel anything. I'm going to go sue. I mean, people in California, they're suing everybody in the supplement industry. Oh, especially with this whole Prop 65 thing. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, if, if you have a, a, a burp 
that tastes like fish after you take a fish oil supplement. Oh, I'm going to sue you. I mean, it's it's stupid. Right. Um, but you know, long story short, it's it really opened my eyes to the industry as a whole. And I'm not saying that everyone has to run their business the way that I would run my business or the way that you would run your business. But, you know, there are certain things that you need to do to protect yourself and and just be ethical about your supplements. And, you know, they wouldn't fully disclose where they're having their products manufactured and, you know, do you have any COAs on the product? And, ah, nah, we didn't do that. And it, it just, I got a bad feeling about everything. Right. So I ended up not moving forward with it. I spent thousands of dollars, you know, with the research of having my team go and look at it and stuff like that. And, and it, it played out to just be a complete waste of time and money. But that's how a lot of these companies are these days. And, you know, if, if you start out, you absolutely have to protect yourself. I don't care if you have an, an LLC and you think, oh, well, you know, I'm technically protected. Yeah, you, you might think you're protected, but people are still going to try and sue you. Right. But Matt, when's the last time you really heard some uh, somebody really getting sued? They don't even go that far. Oh attorneys, no, they 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 try and settle it. Yeah, no, attorneys just send letters and say, hey, you know what? Uh, we're gonna if you know we need to talk, and if you don't want to talk, then we're gonna sue you. And basically, the the attorneys get the money, and it's go it's go away money. I call it go away money. Now I've been down that road many times. Many times. So, and I actually have two two buddies of mine that have supplement companies that are going through this right now. And they're saying, how did you, you know, how did you manage past that? And, and, and how do you do it? You know, for, I think for five years in the beginning of Beauty Fit, I was battling it almost every six months. Wow. And then, and then last year, I think you know the story. Last year I fought it. Mm -hmm. I fought two of them, two of them. And I won. I was just done. I was just done. So what I'm, what, you know, so what I'm trying to say with this is starting a supplement company is not that easy. I encourage everybody to start their own business. And if you're going to start a supplement company, do your homework. You have to treat it like a a real business. This is not make 12 bottles and go sell it. All right. Because there's a liability. There's a right. liability on, on what's in it. There's a liability who's taking it. There's a liability on what you're saying on the label. Everything. I mean, like I said, I protect myself in every single way possible and I still can't avoid it. So, so if anybody's out there listening that has started their own supplement company or is about to start their own supplement company, research it, research it and can go at it as a full blown business, not a side hustle, because if you do a side hustle, you're going to have things fall through the cracks. And this is not selling clothes. Oh, the shirt didn't fit me. I like to return it. This is something that someone ingests. There's a huge, there's a huge um, liability. Yeah, but there's, I gotta say, there's <clears throat> supplements are exposed to people 
that want to do harm to companies. Yeah. Okay. That are looking for that quick payout. You know, um, I know a few um, makeup companies, skincare brands that are going through some major stuff right now with this, the CBD in it, Mm. you know, and uh, if you saw my post, has CBD been clinically proven that it works? Am I missing something here? Why is everybody, the same people who are complaining and wanting clinical studies on dietary supplements are now the same people who are either investing in CBD products or buying CBD products. Are there, are there any studies? I'm asking you do, you, do you know any studies that are truly available that CBD does work? I, I haven't done a deep dive into it. I mean, I don't, I, I honestly don't have the answer to that. Um, I mean, I know some people who are in that industry and, and they say that the, the research shows this and that. Um, but I, I personally haven't seen anybody post the research and not only that, but I think we're still so new to the game that we don't have our arms around CBD yet. I know, yeah. you know, the the claims are out there of, you know, it can do X, Y, and Z, and it can do this, and it can help with that. But, you know, we don't have long-term effects of what, what this could do to you. I mean, it's the same kind of way with, with supplements. I mean, a lot of well, a lot of the stuff we don't, you don't know either. Well, how can it do something when we don't know if it does? Well, that's just it. Everything is, oh, well, I took this and I felt that, or I didn't feel this, or... I think a lot of people are just throwing claims out there right now just to kind of get the buzz going with their right. brand. And and again, I mean, if, if somebody – you know what? When when we launch this, I want to tag uh, my buddy Dean. He has a, yes. a, full, a full spectrum. It's, yes. actually, it's actually this. Yeah. Not that this is a product plug, but I just have his product here. Right. I know um, Dean. Good because guy. Because I, I wanted to try it. He's a great guy, yeah. and he he swears by it, and and he jokes with me all the time. He's like, "Those energy drinks that you're drinking, they're gonna kill you," and 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 all of this stuff. And then he's talking about, you know, you should use C, uh, CBD, and you know, right. should try this and do that. Um, I don't know if he has any studies. So, Dean, when you listen to this, uh, let us know. We we want more information on the CBD industry. What research is out there? Legitimate research, not you know, just hey, uh, we think this, we think that solid studies on Once, what it can do just, short short just term long one. term and, know, and the benefits I, I know there was there was they're saying they're saying again they're saying that it helps with um um ep, ep, it's called epileptic mm -hmm. uh the children yeah um is there a study out there or it's just you know I've been trying. I've been trying to figure this out. And again, this is why I want to do this show is, is everybody's jumping on a bad wagon, you know, on the dietary supplements. Um, everybody's coming out with their own brands. Everybody's coming out with their own product for a quick fix because of Amazon, because of this, the, the vehicles to sell. And, and it, it kind of, 
it, it kind of bothers me. It kind of bothers me. <laughs> it's like it's like I want everybody to be successful. I want everybody to do things, but it, when I see when I see people, you know, like I, I had a guy came to me. He goes, "Hey, man, I have a half a million. I like to invest in dietary supplements." I don't know what to tell him. I didn't, Matt, I didn't know what to tell him. It's it's tough though. I look at CBD the same way that I look at the the whole vaping industry now. Went from cigarettes are bad, which obviously they are, to vaping. It's it's so much better for you. Now they're coming out. Then, saying, then yeah. Then then they start backpedaling a little. Uh, my bad, we were wrong. Right. Uh, so now all this stuff is coming out saying you know that is not good for you. I mean, it's better option than cigarettes. It's still not good. Right. Um, would, would, would that would that category have the same issues we do? Like, let's just say we had a vaping company, you and I, right? Mm -hmm. And we're selling these. What are they called? Cartridges? What are they? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden. They send us an attorney in California or whatever sends us a go away letter. You know, we want money to go away. You think they're they're having the same issues? I don't think so. You know, I mean, I'm sure every industry would have their own freaking issues, right? Yeah. With I this, just don't think with this that, stuff that it's at that level yet. Um. I, I just see the supplement industry being a little bit different because it's been established. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. So I think the nature of the beast is you're going to have a target on your back if you're right. a supplement company. Whereas, you know, CBD, I, I absolutely think that they're going to have targets on their back. It's just too early in the game for that to, to actually happen. I think the same with, with vaping. I think... And, and this is just my opinion. I think the cigarette companies are going to come together and just bombard right. the, the vaping industry. I think they're going to they're going to spend millions and millions of dollars to look at the research on the ingredients being used, which is already being, you know, put, you know, under the microscope in terms of, you know, health benefits or you know consequences of using it. And I think they're going to try and demolish the vaping industry. So it's kind of like us and Big Pharma. Right. Big Pharma wants to, to hurt the supplement company. Wants a piece of us. Because we have something that could potentially be taking money away from them. So right. it's the same type of battle that's going back and forth. Meanwhile, the cigarette companies already have been proven, cigarettes have been proven to cause cancer. Yeah. What And, and that's this is a, a, a no a no-win battle. Why are they still around? It, it makes you wonder because you would think, from the, the the ethical standpoint of things, I mean, you can you can look at it. I mean, the reason is because it's a money maker. So all the all the tax dollars that are coming in from these companies that are going to the government, they're never right. going to shut them down. I mean, the, the, they make so much money from that industry, so they're never going to close it down. But it makes you wonder, like, okay, so the government has the power to kind of shut something down. They know something's going to cause cancer, but they allow it to be produced and consumed anyways. And I get it. Everybody has. But meanwhile, know, but meanwhile, anything, if you have 400 or 500 milligrams of caffeine in a drink, you're gonna, you, oh. it's, 
you're getting shut down. You're getting shut down. <laughs> but you know what? That brings up a good point. I mean, a lot of these supplement uh, companies that are starting up, and, and again, I go back to the whole bathtub type of mentality. They really don't know what they're putting in the products. There's, there's, you know, no quality assurance in there that, hey, you know, we have exactly 100 milligrams in this or or this capsule that we just had has X amount of the product in. I mean, there are some people who are getting very scientific and very precise, but I mean, I look at I look at it like Scarface. You know, I think there's just going to be a mound of powder on somebody's desk right. and somebody's just taking capsules and just scooping, Scoop, scooping putting it, it together. There's right. one. I mean, to be a legitimate supplement company, I mean, you're going to sit down with the manufacturer. You're going to go through the whole process. You're going to have, you know, a legal team to back you up because at some point or another, you're going to get sued like we already discussed. Um, there, there's just so many factors. And I think where people in supplement companies get in trouble is the consumer – if they're not fully educated, they're taking something that they don't really understand. It, and that's the same thing with multiple industries. They can go to the vaping industry, the CBD industry. People are just taking stuff because that's the cool thing right now. That's what everybody's right. talking it's the about. Hot, it's, it's, the hot, it's the hot topic. But the, whole, the problem with the supplement industry from that aspect is people think that, okay, if it does this much, more is going to be better. Right. So they take a, a fat burner that maybe has, you know, stimulants in it. Maybe it's 200 milligrams or 400 milligrams. And they're like, take once a day. Ah, well, you know, I'll take it once in the morning. Then I'll take it again later on. And, you know, you can have interactions with that type of stuff. So, I mean, that's something else if you're a supplement company that you have to think about. Regardless if you put the instructions and the warnings and the cautions and all that stuff on a product, people, people are going to use it how they want, unfortunately. Right. And I mean, look, look, I'm, I'm no saint. I've already taken more of a pre-workout or, or more of a certain stimulant and, and you know, but that's on me. I mean, I'm not going to take it and all of a sudden you have, know why? have heart, heart palpitations. Well, and yeah. But you know, but you know why I'll tell you why some of the supplement companies, when you read their directions, they're really not true directions because when you ask them, hey, how should I take this? They're like, oh, I'll take two a day, two in the morning, two at night. And on the label, it says one. You know why? Because they get more servings in the bottle. Right. Right? So so if you have 120 pills and the and the and the serving size says one and do not exceed more than two a day, you have a 60-day supply. But someone else turns around from the same company and says, hey, man, just take two and two, right? I've done – I've the directions that I've put on my brands, on the, on, the, on the labels, is exactly. And do you know how many people turn around and ask me, how should I take it? And I write, as directed. Right. Yeah, but no, as directed. Well, how do you take it? As directed, <laughs> right? And, and it was very hard for them to understand this. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, how do I take it? And I'm like, read the directions. And and again, the, they're used to reading a label, but not following it. Right. You know, like you. Yeah, no, exactly. Speaking, I mean, I've... speaking of speaking of not, um, I got a great story. Um, speaking of, of not following uh, directions on a label. Uh, Jack 3D. Um. I'm rough and tough. I'm about 300, 
decided to try Jack 3D. What was that, 10 years ago? 15, 15 years ago? Uh, I think probably like 10. I don't know, but... <sighs> Open it up. This is a little fucking scoop. This big. I'm like, what the hell is that going to do to me? <laughs> right? Pop, pop, pop. Oh, three scoops. I've never done one three dimethyl ever. I didn't even know what it was. Okay. So, so I get in the car, take it at home, get in the car. Within 10 minutes, I'm at a light and I just see this these lights. I see the intersection. I just see going like this. Like that. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. What is this? I pull over, Matt. I pull over. I get out of the car and I sat on the sidewalk because I needed to get out. Right. I needed to get out. It was just like my heart was pounding, pounding. So, make a long story short, I didn't train that day. <laughs> the next day, I saw it sitting on my kitchen counter. I took it and I threw it away. Really? Yeah. And next thing you know, I knew all the, the boys at, at uh, USP Labs were just going to the bank. Oh, yeah. And everybody just loving that. And I'm like, man, you guys are all sick. But so, that's, But that's part of the issue these days and and the trends of the supplement industry where – if somebody doesn't feel something, they don't think it works. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's, a, a that's a problem because, Very like, for me, problem. I know my adrenals are shot. I could drink a pot of coffee and fall asleep in five minutes. I, I mean, I know they're shot. And, and it's from being in the industry so long, right. working for a brand where I'm constantly testing things all the time. Okay, uh, it needs more of this. Okay, uh, it needs more of that. From a STEM standpoint, I really don't feel anything. Um, and, and that's my own fault. I mean, it's the nature of of the industry of trying different products and stuff. But the general public, it happens to them as well. If you're used to taking one scoop of a pre-workout, eventually your body's going to get used to that one scoop and the effects are going to die off. Because so now they're going to use because it's stimulant base. Correct. That's why. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then they end up using two scoops. Well, two scoops then becomes three, so on and so forth. Before before you know it, you're using 600, 800, 1,000 milligrams of caffeine just to get the same effect that you had at 100 or 200. So it's it's that downward you know spiral that that people are going down because they're they have that itch for that same feeling. Um, and, and that's where a lot of brands can end up getting in trouble because people will take too much. They'll have some type of adverse reaction. Then all of a sudden, that consumer goes to a lawyer and says, hey, I was just in the hospital for a week because I took this product. Meanwhile, they took it incorrectly. Right. But, hey, the mm -hmm. lawyer doesn't care that. The, the, the lawyer, all he's seen are dollar signs. Yeah, let me send the letter out. Let me send the letter out. Maybe we'll make 20 grand. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's it's tough. And I think a lot of... These smaller brands think, oh, well, I'll stay below the radar. Bro, it, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, black market or you're mainstream right. in Walmart and on Amazon. It doesn't matter. It just takes that one person to take something and go, eh, I don't like this. 
I mean, they don't even have to have a negative side effect of taking something. It could be a, ah, I don't like this. I want my money back. You hit up a lawyer. All of a sudden, they're sending out letters, <laughs> and right. you're and you know a company's looking at it. Go, you're gonna sue me because you didn't like the product. The flavor was bad. I mean, people are suing over the dumbest things these days. But like you said, like they don't get to court. You know, most people are settling out. It's a pay us this, we'll go away. Um, if you want to continue down that road, we'll guarantee that you know we'll bury you. And, and it's it's. A slippery slope that a lot of people are going down because they think that it's so easy to start a supplement company. So what do you suggest to the, the, the entrepreneurs that want to get into the, the dietary supplement business? You know what? I'm not going to tell them. Come on. Give me a checklist. Well, well, first you have to have money in the bank. Don't don't think that this is going to be a I'm going to toss a thousand, two thousand dollars into this business and and it's going to be successful. You know, you're going to have to have money. If you want to be legit, you need to have a formulator. Don't copycat somebody else's profile because you're going to get called out for it. Um, you need to have a legal team behind you because it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, it might not be this year. At some point, you're, you're going to get sued, so be prepared for that. And also, you want to have a legal team that is in the industry. Don't right. just hire – understands it. Exactly. I mean, they you want to be able to have them understand labels because there's a lot that can go wrong on a label yeah. between saying this product will help you do this or, or, or rather this product will do this versus this product may do may. this. Um, can do this there. If, if it's a definite, it will, you'll see, you'll notice that throws up red right. flags everywhere. Um, so you have to be careful with that. Cause everybody's thing. different. That's why. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I might need a half a dose of something. You might need a full dose of something. And yeah, I mean, look at creatine. There are, you know, people who take creatine monohydrate, there are non-responders. You might take five grams a day and, and just be full. Yeah, that's feel me. Great. Five grams and a day. Exactly. Perfect. For me, I might take it and be like, I don't feel anything. I might have to go to a creatine HCL or a CEE or, or whatever the case may be. And that might work better for me. So supplements are very individual. Um, I mean, you, you obviously, you need to have some type of business backing I wouldn't say you're working a normal nine to five. You don't know anything about business. You're you're pushing buttons and papers all day long and jump into it and be like, I'm going to start this company. If you have no idea, if you don't, if you can't say at least one national distributor in this industry, don't even consider opening up a supplement company. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you don't know the contacts to certain retailers, <clears throat> whether it's a big box or, or, you know, have connections with mom and pop locations, who are you going to sell to? Right. How, how are you going to market your brand? Um, I, there's just so many moving parts to this, Jimmy. I mean, is it going to be an e-commerce based business? Is that how you want to do it? Like, do you want to do a website? You want to do Amazon? You want to do, you know, those types of locations? Do you want to take it through distribution, which cool, 
you can, it's cool to say you have a distributor, but you're shrinking your margins and you're praying that the sales guys at these distributors are actually going to care it, about your business. It's hard. For me, let's put it this way, for me to start another supplement company, the only reason why, well, I am, but, and the only reason why I'm doing it is one thing, my relationships. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by the way, for the record, I started Beauty Fit with $2,000. Just want to let you know. So you proved me wrong. No, I don't want to prove you wrong. I'm just saying that I did 500 boxes of Beauty Fuel. And I still owed the money, but I had $2,000 to start. Well, but let's, let's I had look relationships. At that. And you had the product knowledge. You right. you knew exactly what right. you wanted to put in. Right. You knew the dosages of each. Right. Versus a lot of these people that are going out there and they're just grabbing. I'm going to grab this product. I'm going to grab this product. Grab this product, and I'm going to look at the label and go. Uh, I'll, I'll take a little of this. I'll, I'll take, take a little this. of that. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you know, people are just kind of pulling pulling things off of other right. products that are doing well in the market. They come and go, and that's and that's what I want to avoid, and that's what I want. I I, I wanted to discuss when we did is these this these fast trackers that come on board. Um, sell a thousand, two thousand pre-workouts because the manufacturer told them, "Yeah, let's design a label and I'll get it for you, mm. and I'll make it for you." And these are the manufacturers, the same manufacturers that have somebody else's formula, which they have signed an NDA with, that basically tweak something inside, or maybe not, or maybe right. not, right, and slap someone else's label. Because don't tell me that a manufacturer is so legit that every customer that goes to them lately, right, for the past year, two years, says, oh, yeah, I'm going to make you your own your own formula. No, they have a base. And either they tweak something from it and the flavor systems too, right? Do you right. know my flavor systems are exclusive for me? I created my own flavor systems. And that's smart. And, and I've been asked by manufacturers if they could use my flavor system for somebody else. And I, I actually said to myself, how would I know? That's how true. would I know? I know my Rocket Pop Recover is already in someone else's amino blend. Really? Yes. But they named it something else. I know, I know for a fact, but what am I going to do about it? Right. You know? So then if your, your perspective of this <clears throat> is probably going to be way different than, than mine, because you're, you're in the trenches in this. So then what would be your three to five things that you would recommend if somebody's sitting there watching this or listening to it on podcast, thinking that they want to start a supplement company? Because I'll be honest, at least once a week. I'm I'm sitting outside brainstorming stuff for you know my business that yes I'm technically in the supplement industry just based yeah. off of the the writing services and, and stuff but dude there's times that that I miss being in the trenches in the supplement industry where I'm going maybe I could create something but be completely different than what my clients have so that there's no you know crossover there um, but I think about it often so so then let's do this. 
I'm sitting here. I'm thinking about starting a supplement company. Three to five things. What advice would you give me to do, not do, stay away from, avoid, whatever? Well, I wouldn't say do not do because there's a list of do not do's. Um, The only reason why I'm good in what I do and I'm still learning is I know what not to do anymore. I don't do it. I don't even try to say, well, maybe this is different or maybe I can try it this way. I don't do it. Um, My ego has been punctured so many times (laughs) that I don't bother. What I would, would suggest is find, create a product. What I'm saying is you don't have to create it yourself. I'm not saying someone, you need to formulate yourself. Find a product, find two products, two products that you can, that you can sample, make the minimum of the minimum units that a manufacturer will make. Right, whatever run they do. And triple the amount in samples. Okay. Because the consumer nowadays wants to feel it and taste it. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are two products. There are two types of products. There's a feel base and there's a faith base. Yep. If you start off with a faith based product, it's not going to work. You're going to spend too much money to convince the consumer your product is good. I'm not saying you're not capable of, okay, but you're going to spend too much money to to convince. You have right. to build the credibility and be able to leverage that that product. So you create samples, travel packets, as I call them, because mm-hmm. you add some some value, which they're freaking expensive. People don't realize yeah. how expensive my beauty recover and beauty strong packets cost me seventy two cents. So when someone comes to the table, okay, and grabs a handful, I'm giving away five six bucks. Yeah, that used to time. piss me off. Right. So. Yeah. But but I rather, because I believe in my products and I know my products have an amazing taste and I know when my products are being taken, I'm, I'm hedging that that person taking that travel pack is going to either like the taste, number one for me, that's a, the taste for me is the number one. And number two, find something they liked about it while they were taking it, okay? Something could be the focus. Let's say it's the Beauty Strong, right? Or the PB7. You've tried the PB7. Yeah. All right? It's it's a formula. It's I hate to say this. It's not a very special formula uh, with the ingredients, but it's formulated special. Right. Right? So my marketing, what's my marketing behind PB7? Samples. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. So that's what I suggest. Get people to try the product. Get people to start liking what you have. Then you take that money and you roll it in. Now, you make sure your label is compliant. You don't you don't sing 
too many crazy things like this will cure cancer or this you'll you'll grow 20 pounds of muscle or you'll look like phil heath in 10 days you know that one had me sold yeah that 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 shit don't happen that was so disappointing so, you know then i would make sure that you have a a website to create credibility okay about your company and then i would find the platforms to expose your, your product and that would be for me that would be amazon that'd be walmart that'd be jet that'd be ebay see a lot of people don't see that okay those are free yeah i mean compared to right right so right off the bat you are getting in front of people you're handing them out travel packets where can i buy it well you can go here or you can go there or you can go there once you create that then you see who you can on the brick and mortar, on the retail side, if if it's needed. I know guys are on Amazon that right now are doing a half a million just two products. Wow. Okay. A half a million. And I know people who are busting their ass nine to five making sixty-five thousand. So if you do this right, like I said, I encourage this. If you do this right, if you do this step by step, you watch your, you don't put the cart before the horse. What's the biggest, what's the biggest mistake our industry people have done? They've put the cart before the horse. You see these 30 foot booths, okay, at the Olympias, they're launching a brand with someone else's money, Yeah. right? They're handing out samples, marketing here, marketing there. Four pages in muscle and fitness back then, right? Four pages of muscle and fitness, four pages of muscular development, six pages of flex. And within six months, they go out of business. Why? Because they ran out of money. Start slow. I proved it with beauty fit. I've done the cart before the horse. I've won and I've lost. Okay. But with beauty fit, I started small and I built a customer base of trust with trust and if if someone wants to do that you build the trust because once they trust you there's two things that, that come with that now you're obligated to follow that that straight line because you can't put out anything but the best right right and number two you feel good and you're gonna make money you will have a long-term business mm-hmm and that's you know, and that's what I recommend. I mean, it's it doesn't take a rocket scientist to build a legitimate company. If you think when someone says fast money, to me, that's called failure. Yeah. I want to do this fast. To me, you already failed. And there's no such thing as fast. I want to lose weight fast. I want to make money fast. I want to build muscle fast. You know. To me, that's that's failure right there. Yeah, it's, it's very gimmicky. And I think something that we can talk about on a new uh, episode is something that you touched on, and, and maybe it's the marketing side of the supplement industry. Like we touched on samples. Like do samples yeah, work? Obviously, they work for you. But it doesn't make sense to do expos like the Arnold, right. the Olympia. Spend, you know, six yeah. figures 
on on one event. Does that make sense? Does it make sense it, to sometimes advertise and different things? So, so sometimes it does because there's a reason why a booth is there spending the twenty by forty booth, and we can we can talk about this. You know what? Let's do that on our next show. Yeah, I think that would be a good a good uh, conversation because I I have very strong opinions on on oh, expos. You and, strong and, opinion. And, and and I think we're I think we're gonna have a difference of opinion on expos. <laughs> oh, I love that. So love, have we? Ever, we've disagreed a few times, right? All the time. But, but here's the thing: we disagree a lot, but we're always on the somehow, some way, we're always on the same page, though. You know what? It's it's because a lot of the stuff that we talk about it's it's not black or white. It's, right. It's, right. You know, you have that gray area where. Um, I look at it, and I hate to say politics, but it's kind of like politics. Like you can agree with a little bit over here, you can agree with right. a little bit over here, but you're still somewhere in between. Like right. that's that's how I see a lot of the stuff that we talk about. Like I see your point of view, even though if I'm you know opposing it, and I go, okay, well I understand where you're coming from on that, and okay, well this makes sense. So I mean, we always agree to disagree to see each other's side, and somehow we end up yeah. On the same I'm page. still waiting. I'm still waiting for you to cut me off one day and say, Jimmy, you're fucking out of your mind. I'll just hit the little red button and be like, oh, we lost Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's now the Matt Wag show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting. So until then, we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you guys got some value or at least entertainment out of, out of our conversation today. Um, but I think our conversation brought up a few more topics that we want to talk about. But we're always open to to hear topics that you guys are interested in. I know I put up a poll on our Fit Business uh, page on Facebook. And it, by the way, if you're not a, uh, I guess, a fan, if you don't like our page on Facebook, go ahead and do that. We have so many different professionals that are on there from doctors and cardiologists and to supplement manufacturers consultants to, to consultants you want to start to a brand ceos of big companies right. to everything in between i mean we have people outside of our industry that are even a part of this just because you know we talk about various topics that can roll over into other industries as well but you know we're always interested in hearing you know what you guys are interested in we change this more from a health and fitness you know topic based show to more of a business side of of the industry show because that's what you guys were looking for so you know if you guys want us to introduce some new things let us know um what what, what are you doing in there jimmy can can you see me can you see me now ah oh my ig God. story ig story another another marketing idea for supplement companies if you're not using it you're gonna fail uh but uh but we appreciate you guys tuning in and we always love engaging with you uh, but let us know. We're obviously on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, We're on YouTube. If you're watching us, that's the only place that you can watch our two ugly mugs. Um, <laughs> so, so if you want to get scared, you know, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Um, but we just love having fun. Oh yeah, I love it. We try and keep this show conversational. We, you know, we're trying not to make it. Just you know, so everybody knows, Matt always tries to call me 15 minutes before the show and say, "Hey." What do you want to talk about? And I said, we'll talk about it on air. <laughs> because Matt is the guy who wants everything laid out months ahead. <laughs> so I finally brought him around. Finally brought him around to relax 
and go with the flow. And I'm very proud of you, Mike. <laughs> literally, we'll end, we, we record usually on a Tuesday at 11. And then the show, um, you know, we do the editing of it and everything. And it launches on Thursday at noon. And it usually Tuesday after the show ends, I'm going, hey, Jimmy, so what do you want to talk about in the next episode? He's like, dude, let's, let's just figure it out next week. And, and meantime, I'm like going nuts. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? And Jimmy will text me in the morning. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll chat with you at 11. I'm like, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I, I'm busy. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I think we do great. And this is what I love because we're so we're we're so we've been so many years into this and and I think it just brings out just what we stand for and what we like what we don't like and it's not scripted and I love it. And yeah. thank you for this man. I love this. Oh, this is this is a blast. So thank you. But and thank you guys for covering the back of the back of your wall. Well, I don't know. Maybe you should compete again and get on a cover so I can put it back here. Yeah, we can Photoshop one of those. We can Photoshop. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. You know, wherever you're watching or listening, we truly appreciate your time. Obviously, you could have spent the last 50 minutes doing something else. But, you know, if you stuck it out and you're with us now, we appreciate the support. So if you like what we're doing, please share. Like I mentioned, the Facebook group, it's Fit Business Official over on Facebook. If you just type in Fit Business in the search you'll find us we would love to have you over there subscribe you know leave us a review if you like this give us a review let us know because i mean it helps us with all the algorithm and everything that you know whether it's youtube or stitcher spotify itunes it just lets people know hey you know this is something that people enjoy and engage with so we appreciate all the love uh, with that being said i'm out jimmy you got anything left peace see you guys